Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar Charlie. I'm your host, CJ Allen, a.k.a. Blue Collar Charlie, of course. I'd like to introduce my beautiful wife, my co-host, Albina. Local Hello. Show. How's everyone doing today or tonight or this morning? This Whenever evening, you're listening to it. This evening. We'll go with this evening. Welcome to the new podcast studio. We have a little bit new ambiance going on here. Um, we have a lot of space where we are, so I decided to utilize it. Uh, we got the gym over here to the left, um, and now we have the podcast studio over here to the right, and we're forever evolving. We're building it up. We're growing as we go. We got lights. We got some lights. I, what do I love? Christmas. Love Christmas. You know, you got to have some different color lights in here. Um, so that's pretty much the newest update. You did update. this this morning, so you yeah, I did, hard. I did it all this morning. I work like when a maniac. CJ has something in his head got to get done so it got done and has to get here done. we are i'm not the type of person just to you know when it's in my head i got to get it done yeah you know I have and it's to a just, blessing and a curse blessing and a curse for sure you know yeah. but we got it done yes. and it looks great so far um and we're shooting the first episode and uh pretty much an episode about you know uh basic nothingness i guess no um we're trying well, to come up with like a, a when we like start a yeah this today we're like what are we going to talk about and we're like let's just wing it um you know we went to last night we went on a date night so yay. for the first time in a while yeah <laughs> thank you I to my mommy and daddy for watching my children round of applause round of applause um and what did we do what did we go what did we, we go? went to amc and uh we saw what was the movie called the movie and if you didn't see this movie they're not paying me to say this Go see this movie. It's called Sound of Freedom. And this movie is so important. And it's so important for parents to watch this because this is a true story. Um, CJ was tired. So at first, it's a very emotional uh, movie. And it's not a lot in the beginning. It's a lot of like sad, sad music and just like moments and flashbacks and a trying lot of, to build it up. To a lot like, of fading from scene to scene, mm-hmm. like a lot of talking, you know, like building up like the scenario. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, and in, in, it just took a while to get to crying. crying. Yeah, she was literally as soon as the movie started crying. Cause well, you because you just think about your kids. They had to do like a, a older girl with a younger son. Same as our kids. Yeah, it's the same as our kids, and I they it struck even. a chord with us. And you know, it was it was a sad movie. It just took a little while for it to take off for me. Once the action kind of kicked in, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a better. And it was movie cool. They me. showed like the last. Um, so first, like backstory, there's movies about Tim Ballard. He was a um, what was he home uh, home security homeland security, homeland security agent. Um, and he was in the Department of Child Trafficking. And for people that are blind in this world and they don't think that this world is evil, we need to wake up because yeah. this world is so evil. And kids are getting sold every single day into slavery and into these pe- really bad people's hands. And it's so sad to even think that people could do this to our God's children. And that's what they say in the, the movie, you know, no one, God's children are not for sale. Like our kids are not for sale. Not for sale. And it's well, just sickening. There was a, a statistic that uh, there's more people in slavery now than there was back when slavery was legal. Mm-hmm. So, and who are the people in slavery? And a majority of the kid of the are, people are kids that are in slavery. 
um, and being trafficked and transported. And um, they say because you could sell, like in the movie, they were like, you could sell a bag of Coke one time. You could sell a kid a lot of times for 10 years, you know? So it's something that in the world of money and business, you know, that's a, a lucrative business. But like any normal human being would realize that kids should not be used as you know whatever they're being used for for profit pro profit yeah you know and it's, it's sick um and i just really wanted to um like kind of express like the fact that this man he quit his job to to go save this little girl you know this is a true story like this man had a job and like it goes back to working right if you do something you love it doesn't matter if you get paid or if you lose your job, he didn't care because this wasn't about money. This wasn't about um, his status because he already had found the, the, the boy. Right. He was gonna be like already honored and he didn't care. This was about bringing a family back together and it was about so much more for him. Um, and you know, he's, he's a legend. And I mean, honestly, it's a, like it's just, you know, it was a happy ending in the movie. Yeah, it was a happy ending. For, you know, cause they did raid the island and they got all of the kids, not just the one little girl. They got everyone. Um, and over the course of his time, they saved hundreds and hundreds of kids. So, right, hundreds you know, hundreds like, kids. even though there's hundreds and hundreds more, thank God, you know, he did what he could, you know? Right. And you just got to watch your kids. I you got to watch your kids. You got, I have the, I don't even, you do too, I'm sure. But I tell Mia and Charlie all the time, like, you do not go with anybody. Yeah. Like, I tell, I tell ever. Mia, like, scream extremely loud, like, yeah. run away. Like, you know, and you know, we don't let them get off the bus yet. You well, know, they're, not, they're only, they're on only seven and five, so they're not going on they're the bus yet. The bus until they're but not. you know, it's it's something that you definitely have to watch out for. But you know, that's that's something that's you know, a lot of us we go to the nine to five jobs, we go to the accounting jobs, we go to the office jobs, we go to the blue collar jobs, the white collar jobs, whatever you want to call it. We go to these yes. jobs, but they're not really selfless jobs. You yeah. know, like if something happens, like you know, you you think about um you know when you're driving down the highway and you see somebody that you know maybe had an accident or something like that mm -hmm. there's somebody that's going to respond to that you but know there's so many and, that aren't well there's a lot of people who drive by and have their phones out and Texting just you know and and watch you know but those are selfless jobs you know like my father he does a selfless job he's a paramedic plus he's a a, a firefighter mm -hmm. um you know so he followed that path of that, that selflessness you know now he's at a point where he's the chief and you know he has a lot of different you know titles now mm -hmm. but he worked his way up mm -hmm. you know through the ranks but you know he you know runs towards you know the the dangers when everybody else runs away you know and that's mm -hmm. you know that's selfless like that guy he went out to it was the middle of a jungle <laughs> And by himself. like by himself with like they cut his budget like spoiler alert i guess yeah like, they, they We're cut just, his budget. don't even see the movie we'll just tell you the whole thing <laughs> yeah but it was you know it was at first it, it was, was it was pretty an anxiety ridden for me because it was. i know, didn't even think i, I just, could stay i told no, you well, i wanted to leave at first I knew because i was like i didn't i wasn't really feeling it because we didn't it get was the cozy chairs the cozy chairs we were sure. looking we were like looking forward to it i would literally before we got there babe i was like i'm just gonna take a nap <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna take it out because I thought it was gonna be the comfortable chairs. Right. Then it was packed, so it's good. Tons of people because people are watching the movie, um, so we had to like squeeze in. The movie already started. I was asking people the letters. I'm the yeah. worst, and the people are like, "It's Jay? right there. Is this it's right Jay? there on the carpet." Is this Jay? <laughs> Is this Jay? Meanwhile, someone was in our seats, so we sat in someone else's seats. But um, it's okay. 
But I really, you know, I, although it was very difficult to sit through, I told myself that I had to sit through it because you know what, for all these kids that are dealing with all the pain they're dealing with, watching this movie and crying about thinking about my kids is nothing. So I, I felt like I owed it. Is that weird? I felt like I owed it to the kids like to watch well, and that's like, how, see what's going on. That's and, how I felt when I watched Bird Box. You ever watched Bird Box? It's Sandra Bullock? It was, yeah, Sandra Bullock. It's not Bullock. called Bird Box. It's called... Yeah, it's called Bird is Box. Is it? I'm I never watched sure. it because I struggle with watching movies that with kids and like, you know, because then I think about... Like, well, that was a hell of a movie to I watch know, last night. But I watch it because it's so important right now to watch that, yeah, you know? it was... If you struggle with watching movies about kids or anything like that, then, you know, that movie that we saw last night is not the movie to see. But the movie Bird Box with Sandra Bullock, like, at one point when I was watching it, I was so engaged in the moment of that movie. And, like, I felt that overpowering, like, uh, sense of this is my kid. I'm going to do whatever Whatever the fuck I need to do. You know, like, she didn't care what happened. You know, and at one point she had to make a decision too. She had to like tell one of the kids, like she had to pick between the kids. She did? And she, well, I don't know if she, I don't think she did. I think she like chose, they had to take their blindfolds off. And if you take your blindfold off, that exposes you to whatever it was that makes you go crazy. Yeah. So one of the, they were on a raft in the river and one of the kids needed to take their blindfold off to see where to go. And she was like about to pick like the little girl. And then she decided against it, and they, I think they ended up going on a crazy ass raft ride. Um, but to circle back, it's about circle back. Um, your parent about being a parent and your instincts as a father, your instincts as a mother. I um, immediately wanted to come home and just like hug my kids. Oh my god, I know it was just like ugh. And then like, I guess I could get like watching the shark attacks now. Like I always think about like the kids. Like if that was to happen to the kids, she's like, obsessed with uh, Shark Week. Like the I shark attacks. I've just like, been watching it, and I'm just like. I don't know. Like, it's just so crazy to think, like, there's a sea creature that could kill you and, like, doesn't want to kill you, doesn't know you're a human being. And, like, if that happens to your child, what are you going to do? Well, you see the video of the kid getting eaten by a shark and he's screaming the whole Papa time. and his dad didn't come from. And, well, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do? Well, what would you do? I mean, I would probably I go. would still go. I, I think I would go. I would go. I don't care if Me, I die. I have this overwhelming sense of, like, I don't care what the fuck it is. Yeah, it could like, be a bulldog. Die, like, like, it could be a fucking shark. It could be a whale. Like, I'm going to fucking take Die saving on. our kids. Like, I, I, I was talking with uh, uh, your cousin one day, right? And he was like, I was like, no, a fucking bulldog? I would snap. Not that I'm into, like, you know, I wouldn't hurt Oh, my animal, God. No, we love animals. like, if... If, if it, it was came attacking. to me and my kid and it was like a fucking bulldog or a pit bull, you know, something that like where the jaws la- like latch, I was like, yo, cuz I would fucking rip that thing's heart out of its chest. And he was like, siege, siege, come no, on. No, you get in trouble. You, you get in trouble. Yeah, you would. Fu- yeah, but it, what if it if mauled it the shit out of my kid? No, I, know. I would I definitely know. take that charge. He was like, siege, come on. There's no way you would fucking take on a pit bull. I'm like, yo, Kujin, I'm telling you. Vinny, honestly, in the I moment, think you would. In the moment, <laughs> I would probably fucking kill that, that fucking thing with my pit with my. But we hands. don't want to kill dogs. No, if, if, if it ever came kids. to it. But the moral of the story is, right, like a lot of the people who have these shark attacks, when they hit it in the nose, mm-hmm. that shit does swim away. Like yeah. majority of the, the time. The kids aren't going to do that. No, the kids. Well, well, how old was the girl in the one we just watched? Well, uh, she kicked it. it. How old was she? I don't she know. She was little? 
I don't know how old she no, was. No, I think she was older. Oh, but yeah. I think I think if you the scary thing shit, is, and I want to just warn everyone, and this isn't being like too much. It's like it's true. In the past year, there's a lot more sharks coming closer to the water, like closer to shore, and so your kids could be in two inches, three inches, and there could be sharks there. So you know, you just gotta be careful. You gotta look around, like you know. A younger me used to go swimming in the lakes. Yeah, no, there's sharks and... in lakes. There's sharks in lakes. And oh. They, I don't know. I know. Oh. I was watching the thing. They migrated because there was some type Migrate. of how algae. Do migra- how do you algae? migrate to a lake? Algae or algae? Algae. algae. Wow. Oh my god, that's bad. Algae. There was algae, and they had to like swim. There's canals attaching them. So it was in a lake. They were swimming in a lake. Wow. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I guess like, it's possible if there's a canal connected to like a major ocean. Yeah. Um, but you gotta be careful. At, at the end of the day, you know, you don't know what the hell is in there. You see these videos of like these fish that blend in with the bottom of the of the lake. Yeah. And like you can't even see it until it, like they like camouflage in. You don't know what the fuck is in the water. There's so, probably crazy shit down there. There's yeah. things that they don't they can't even they don't even know. Yeah, it's there's like it's of... less it's less this it's less explored than yeah. our supposedly our outer space, you know. Yeah. Which which could lead us into another topic completely completely off which, the rip but i don't i think we could save that topic for another what aliens yeah well they're coming <laughs> supposedly well, not they're I, coming. God. I used they're to here. be i used we to are be aliens. into ancient aliens and you know watching it on hbo all the time and uh into all the different you know uh conspiracy theories behind aliens and you know i was i was into it a lot but you know i've kind of fallen off uh so much lately and a friend of mine that i work with he was never really into it as much Mm -hmm. but now he's like bro did you see the new thing that came out like the new there's new videos that are coming out there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of like former government officials that are saying it yeah saying that there's you know that's gonna be the next thing they're gonna say we're having an alien attack all of our stuff's gonna go blank i'm telling you we everyone should get a survival kit we really need to get it that's kind of what i want i want to foods batteries flashlights um you get uh what else did they say obviously first aid kit uh knife um blankets right you know rain stuff the most can you imagine me trying to survive in the wilderness oh my god holy shit holy shit i better get bug spray bug spray in the i don't think you're gonna have to worry about uh bug spray in the wilderness you're gonna have to worry about like the people down the street like if so oh what, like what what's that movie what's that show uh walking dead yeah like what type of situation are we talking about here like the end of the world like yeah you know well yeah. well if if the end and of you the gotta, world came, you gotta get cash can't have a bank cash ain't gonna, gonna do anything cash isn't gonna do anything you need precious metal that's what you need you need like gold silver like you know that those types of things like they say tangible tangible goods no i'm not saying if the world i'm saying if we go dark like the banks shut down and like you know government like we need to have our own stuff you know that's what i'm saying yeah yeah but i don't even want to think about that because that literally gives me anxiety to think about that happening well it it could be a possibility who knows who knows you know who knows the government joe biden while he's doing joe biden while he's doing blow in the White I'm House. I'm sorry. You think he's doing blow? I don't uh, think he's doing They said blow. maybe he, he did a line, like to wake him up or something. No way. 
I'm sorry, but did you see the two videos that came out of him with the girls, the little girls? No, I actually didn't see them. Oh my God. Okay. Talk about child trafficking. Googleable information. There's two videos. I mean, I'm not going to play it now. Are you going to be able to show them? No, I'm not yeah, going to no. be able to show them. But. So, but basically the moms were filming and he didn't know. And he went in her ear and he went, don't tell your mom what I told you. And then the other one, he nibbled on. What? How is this happening? I don't understand how this how is possible. How is this possibly normal that people are watching this guy and saying, this is normal? It's not normal. Like, this is not normal. And whoever Every... voted for him, I hope that you are waking up right now and being like, what the fuck did I vote for? And not even making a Democrat, Republican, just a person in general. He belongs in an old home, old person home. Yeah. Like, he clearly has something wrong with him. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't exhibit very many signs of of being able to And he's running again. It's like nah, what? He's he's clearly a puppet. Everybody knows yeah, it. Yeah. I think that you know, I, again, I don't want to make it political. You know, this isn't yeah. like a political no, podcast it's not, or something but it's, like that, but yeah. like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you fall on. If you just have an outside looking in as a blue collar, white collar, fucking nine to five person who yep. pays taxes, exactly. you know, then you can just see that like this is fucked up, man. The difference There's is something Something's not right, you know, and we're being led down the the, the complete wrong path, a um, dark path. Yeah, a, a pretty dark path, you know. And it's you know, when when Trump was in office, you know, things were definitely uh, looking up. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, there were there were issues in within our society, you know, and I feel like a lot of those issues were loosely based on the fact that he was in office. Yeah, we because wouldn't they, have had the news made it. So the news makes it so they divide. You know, that that's right. their job there. That's the agenda. The news is to divide. But if you go out on the street or you come into my office or you go with CJ on the subway, there's none of this nonsense going on. There's blacks, there's whites, there's Chinese, there's Indians. We're all talking. We're all getting along. We're all human beings did at I, the end of the day. You told, told us the story. Yes. So <laughs> we heard it already. All right. Uh, oh, I. All right. Oh, I. It was like nothing. You guys talked. You had a really good conversation. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's just like we have to use our brains as you know people, part of the society, and realize that it's not about Trump or Biden. It's about okay, where were we under Trump? Okay, we were lower gas. We were our our um our pipelines were open. The borders were secured. We're, there was no war. You know, it's like the only bad thing that happened was COVID. And that was at the end of his presidency. And like, how did he have control over them doing this in the Wuhan lab? And it's our government that was doing it. Right. You know, so it's like, and he responded and all the governors said he responded great you know right. he did so much they all us, used so. to say that he was the only only person they could get on the phone it's crazy you know man. no matter what like through the whole situation every governor every leader of every state they said that they called and he called them and yeah. he was on the phone with every single one of them constantly mm -hmm. and you know personally i work in the elevator business in manhattan uh and you know i haven't personally worked in trump tower or anything like that but i have heard stories from guys who have worked in trump tower mm -hmm. or no guys who worked in trump tower and they all said that he is uh, a really stand-up guy at the end of the day because he would tip people left and right he would he would you know tip the cab drivers out front he would tip people within the building everyone know, loved him up until then before he became president he, he was, was on superstar. oprah he was a superstar. 20 years ago 
Right. And she asked him if he would ever run for presidency. Like people loved him, you know? And then when he got into office, the fact that he's a normal person and, and could screw up all this toxic shit that right. goes on, they don't like that. They don't want us to know the truth, you know? So that's what it's all about, you know? So it's like, we got to just use our judgment and just be smart. Like, you know, the government is not in your, on your side. It's just well, not, you especially, know? Especially like for me, coming from Massachusetts, you know, I always, it's just like beating a dead horse. Cause if you know me, I've said it before, but it's, it, it means something different to me. I grew up around the Minuteman trails and going to Faneuil Hall and Quincy Market and seeing all the ships in the, in the Harbor where they had the tea party you know, all these things, History. Like the, the shot heard around the world, Lexington Green, where the, where the Revolutionary War first started, you know, all these things really resonate with me. You know, why did our country start? Because I grew up around that kind of stuff and I love history, you know, so history is doomed to repeat itself. And the people who made the Constitution, mm -hmm. the people who made these rules and laws and things to live by, they did it for a very good reason. Because Thank God they did it. America is the only place in the world where this freedom exists. And I always say it is that we, we may be under a false sense of freedom, you know, because mm -hmm. the American dream costs too much. Mm -hmm. It makes too much money to give up. So we can, whoever controls things, say, ah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the American dream, sure. Mm -hmm. You're free. You know, spend all your money, you yeah. know, make your money, spend it on all this stuff that comes from China or wherever it comes from, these other countries, you know, but the taxes. The yeah, then you pay all the taxes. We make too much money as sheep, as a society, you know, for them to really let the veil up and let us know who's really running things and that, you know, America isn't exactly the America that we thought it was in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, even the America from the 90s, it's a different America, obviously. I mean, obviously change. you see America now, like even in our school systems, you know, with all this transgender and, you know, not being against any of that. But the fact, you know, when you have small kids exposing small kids to any type of sexuality, it's just not. It's not right. It's not right. Any sexuality could be men and women you know it's, it's just you right. don't talk about that stuff so why are we talking about that in our schools and right. the only thing you could think of is well who makes up the curriculum for the schools you know well, who it, does this it takes a long time you know to it takes it takes a long time to implement these things it doesn't happen overnight mm -hmm. and you know us as regular people we think in terms of tomorrow we think in terms of next weekend i'm gonna get my next paycheck and then we're going to go somewhere or whatever it is. Like we think in terms of weeks and months and years at a time, mm -hmm. these people, whoever does control things, the people at the top, season. they think in terms of decades at a time, they think in terms of chess moves, right? Like mm -hmm. there's a book called the art of war and there's a lot of different ways to get at your enemy, you know, and, and it's very slow. It's very manipulative and it takes time, you know? So that's why I feel happening. like what, China. that's what's kind of happening right now. We're, they got we're Joe slowly, Biden in slowly getting overtaken um you know and again this is not like a political podcast this isn't a political rant this is just my personal view you know you could disagree you could agree um but you know from from my standpoint of my bills and my my regular gig that i have to pay taxes with and you know hers that she has to pay taxes with mm. you know uh 
you know, when I go to the grocery store, I feel it. You know, we feel it. You know, everybody mm-hmm. feels it. He thought $150 was uh, enough. It, it was enough maybe two years ago, you know. Now you go, and it's like you don't walk out of that store without spending at least 200 you know. Well, the it's one like, thing that hit me was a gallon of milk was $6. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's the Wegmans brand. You could, oh. I got the other one. It's three forty nine. Oh, well, excuse me. Excuse me. That's why me. I have to go food shopping. Well, I did went food shopping. Did you see all the stuff I got? Yeah, you, you did get a lot of stuff. For, I mean, for, you yeah. spent like 100 bucks more than, than I usually spend. And But you spent it the same last week, no? No, I spent 160 Oh, I thought 250 Yeah. So, you know, it's possible to get it done yeah. if you pay attention to the tell us how you Tell us how you food shop. Like, give me, like, comment and let me know. Like, do you do your meats? One in another place, do you do everything together? How much do you spend? Do you go every week? Do you go every two weeks? What are you spending? Like, what's the average? You know, what would you say? Do you um, hit up Costco? Yeah, we don't do Costco. We're not Costco people because no. you can't. We can't. <laughs> so expensive. No, you end up spending like six hundred dollars. You're like, I remember what? that one time we were in Florida. My mom we came. To, yeah, and like there was like a pressure to go to BJ's because we didn't have you know, everything that we, we didn't needed. Have, like a ton of toilet we paper. Nothing. We didn't have. My parents came. They're like, you have nothing. So yeah, you, but my mom paid for everything. Well, there was one, it was, I paid for one when we went to beach. No, she paid for everything. Yes. She, your mother blessed us when she came down. I'll get and this my dad. straight for the podcast. Your, your, your parents have been very good to us, especially over the years. Um, but when we did go down, they did bless us with groceries mm-hmm. and things like that. There was one particular trip about a month and a half before we left. And we went to BJ's. We were mad. And I, I, all of a sudden... I, I had like $500 worth of shit in my cart and it was toilet paper, paper towels, like household tons, essentials, household. Yes. Household essentials. Right. But the thing is we were moving in a month and a half. Right. And like at the time I had like $700 and I spent like $500 on all this shit that like to me at the time we, we needed them, but not in mass quantities, not in like, so, but for the record, when we moved, when we moved, yeah. we left behind toilet paper <laughs> from that BJ's trip. Stop. I'll never forget it. I'm <laughs> of like, son of a bitch. It. Son of a bitch. That shit is still in that closet. Somebody, somebody I grew up got good with, news out of it. Um, the way I grew up with my parents is like, you know, we always, like my dad always brought home the toilet paper, the paper towel. Like we always had excess of everything. Um, so I guess when my parents came to visit us, they were like, oh my God, like shocked like how we were living but you know it was a different time you know we were literally scraping by newborn you know so thank god they came thank god they helped us um they've literally been our saving graces they've helped us tremendously like yeah absolutely they're my parents they love absolutely. Love you and they love our kids our kids love them obviously they're watching yeah Hi, Mom. your your family has done a lot for me you know a lot they love you me. yeah of course and i love them too your job and- my yeah. cousin got him into the union. Yeah, my cousin, uh, so, my rabbi, my family. he got me my 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 career. You know, he put his neck out on the line, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if he listens to this or watches this, but uh, if he does. He did he, that for me because I'm his cousin. Yeah, and you know, it's something that's very much appreciated, um, and it gave me this avenue too to come and do this blue collar Charlie and all this other stuff and. You know, and to get to see the city in all different, you know, different types of fashions, you know, from the highs and the lows of the city, you know, fashions get... like clothes. No, like oh. fashions like of of like views. Like I'll be, I'll, oh, be, in the, I'll be in the in the sub 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 cellar of mm-hmm. like some parking garage in a pit 
you know, with like the grime and dirt of New York. Mm. And then the next minute I'll be you on. You better wash your hands. I do. But then the next minute I'll go upstairs to the motor room. And next thing you know, I'm slapped in the face with like the Empire State Building and the most beautiful view I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life. I love the city. You know, and so but that's that's all, you know, thanks to her family. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't have this uh, place House. that I'm in if it wasn't for her father helping us out getting in here. Um, you know, there's there's stuff I said in like previous episodes, too, where it was like, you know, uh, just be the hardest worker in the room. And is that you know, my dad? Yeah. Like your you dad. said your uncle, my uncle. Yeah. I, well, your uncle, my your dad, uncle, I hope my dad's listening because he was like, he listened to it and he was like, oh, I told him that. Yeah. It's and he it's, was offended. it's hard to it's hard to articulate it during the podcast recording of like, you know, who said what and, yeah. you know, but like now that we're having a casual conversation, it's easier for it to come out yeah. where. You know, your uncle has definitely said that to me where he said that he started in the mailroom mm-hmm. and he worked his way up to be, you know, one of the presidents of the company. And he said, just just take it one day at a time, but just be the hardest worker in the room. And yes, he said that to me. And that's something that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but your dad did always say, like, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Just go to work. Keep your head down. Do what you got to do. It all comes in time, mm-hmm. you know, and he always says, you know, I've done anything you can think of. You know, so you come to me for any advice. So you never it's always, do. you know, we're hard headed over here. So Go to my dad, because he's, he's retired now. Yeah. So we're hard headed, but you know, we, we definitely have to lean on the other, other people in our lives, you know, to, yeah. to it takes a sure. village. It takes a village. To and rich. shout out to those single mothers out there that don't have a village, you know, when, you know, if you're by yourself, you have kids, if you're watching this, I, I see you, I feel you. I don't because I have a husband, obviously, but I, <laughs> I, I, I understand how hard it is to be a mom in general. And I can't imagine doing it alone. So, you know, God bless you guys. You know, it's not easy. Um, you know, it's another job, you know, we have another job. We have two jobs. Absolutely. Shout so, out to all the dads out there. Shout, the definitely shout out to all the dads, especially my husband. He is, hands down the best dad you know my kids love him my daughter especially i mean my son loves him too but my daughter he is a true daddy's girl and he can do no wrong in her eyes and um you know when when i was pregnant i had to admit i was nervous i was like is he gonna get this read a book what book yeah i had books i need no book read a fucking book he's like i'm going to the gym i'm like 500 pounds on the couch like read the book daddy book and then i had the baby and Sure enough, I was a C-section, so I wasn't able to really lift or get out of bed. And I'll never CJ forget the lady took over. The lady taught me how to wipe, uh, wipe, butt. wipe her ass with the with the, the diaper. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you were and swaddling. He was the king of the swaddle. Oh man, yeah, I was actually really good so at so good at swaddling her. I wrapped her up perfect every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she was so little. So yeah, cute. but Charlie didn't like to be swaddled. No, Charlie was a different breed. Completely Charlie was different you kid. you. You weren't really like, like, well, I worked a lot more. He worked more, so he didn't really do the night shift, which I really, and also Charlie was um, preemie, and I just felt like I didn't want to, like, I needed to take care of him all the time, like, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why he's so close to me. Right. Because it was just always. That like, was tough, leaving him in the hospital. Remember that night? Yeah, I remember that night. Oh, that God, was I tough. I cry thinking about it. That was scary. The, whole, leaving, the whole time the whole, was scary. You the know? whole pregnancy was tough because. I was working. I was for the, scared that morning going there. Remember, I had anxiety before I had him. Right, because I was happened. working for the paving contractor, and then, um, you know, we were working like crazy hours, crazy nights. I kept having like bleeding every um, weekend, like without fail, without fail. Every like Saturday morning, Friday night, 
she would start spotting blood and like a I, lot but yeah. they, it ended up being like a placenta abruption so then i had to I had to stop working for a little time period of time go on bed rest um and then i ended up in the hospital at like 26 weeks yep. and they actually thought that i was in labor and they gave me an epidural and straight up epidural straight up epidural and i did not end up having the baby for no reason for no reason i had to stay in this hospital all night to wait for the epidural to like wear off i guess yep we have video of it. I mean, walking around with the thing. I have been through a lot with these kids. You know, when I've Absolutely. given my body and to these kids, like I've given my body to these kids, you know, so Absolutely. it was, it was tough, you know, so it was definitely a tough pregnancy. I definitely don't miss it. There's women that love being pregnant, you know, and love the feeling carrying the baby, but like, that's not me. I just didn't love it. You know, well, the first one was in Florida and oh, you so were like hot. a panda bear, like you were. <laughs> waddling around everywhere and eating everything yeah like i have a compilation of videos on like an old android tablet (laughs) and it's just all different videos of us just crushing food just like subs like pizza sandwiches hot dogs hot dogs just we every, love hot dogs. Yeah, we actually ate a Why mad hot dogs. Why the fuck did we eat so many hot dogs? I used to eat them raw too, no. like just no, you out didn't. the package. Yeah. No, you didn't. It's like bologna, though. It's like bologna. It I'm just dead like right now. You never yeah, done but that? Why did we eat? No, no, never. But why were we like so loving hot dogs? I have no idea. They were cheap and easy to make. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, Charlie dips, uh, dips apples in ketchup. Yeah, I know. He he, he, he like he's, thinks it's the coolest yeah, thing. He's, he's like, like Mia, Mia, yeah. Daddy, look, look. <laughs> Yeah, and Mia's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, that's yeah. weird. Gross. That's suspicious. <laughs> Mia's funny. Um, so let's like wrap it up. Let's talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow you're going to work. Tomorrow is Sunday. Sunday, fun the day. Day of God. God's yep. day. And I ended up getting lucky with some work. Uh, yeah, lucky. I got um, lucky with no husband home. Yeah, it's just you know we are Sacrifice. how many weeks away from vacation are we? We're close. How we're, many weeks? We're like six weeks. Six weeks away from vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so, so we're in full grind mode. You know, we're we're getting ready for the vacation. So uh, we have uh, class. There's mechanics review that I'm doing. Um, you know, we're doing this podcast. We're doing the you know, the the YouTube channel for the kids. Um, you know, we're in full swing. So grind doesn't stop. You know, we are trying to put out as much content as we can mm-hmm. um you know we appreciate all of the likes and the shares and the followers. If you're watching this like subscribe you know don't just watch it like us subscribe it helps us please thank it you it definitely helps out um we uh, appreciate share it. it share it more than anything yeah I, mean, I want i want a lot of different people to listen to this mm-hmm. um i want this to get out there as much as i can that's that's the bottom line um you can watch it on spotify you can watch it on youtube, YouTube. And you can listen to it anywhere you stream your podcast. Uh, so I guess. Should we cheers? Oh, you finished your wine. I finished this. Cheers with your empty. That does it for this week's episode. Chin Tan. I'm Blue Collar Charlie. I'm Alba. Logan Soli Allen. Um, out. Me too.